Saturdays on the Coast on SEN. We do it all thanks to Robson Civil Projects celebrating their 60th anniversary and, of course, McDonald Jones Homes. Start your dream home today with McDonald Jones. Saturday is grand final day in Hunter Central Coast AFL and there's games at Kalani Vale and also Bado Bay today and it's an all-Central Coast blockbuster in the main game. Joining us to preview the grand finals, Simon Smythe. Good morning, mate. Welcome back to the show. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Buttes. It's always an honour to talk to you guys. The best Central Coast sports show on radio. So a pleasure to talk to you on a very special day for AFL here on the Central Coast. Yeah. Hey, mate, how much do we owe you for that? Oh, look, I'm on commission. I'm happy to come on every week, Steve, and uh, and do that for you guys. But no, it's uh, such a great show. I tune in every week and it's an absolute honour to talk to you guys. Hey, Simon, so games all across the Central Coast, well, Bato Bay and Kalani Vale. So uh, map it out for us. How does it look today? What time do games get underway? Yeah, it's a huge day. And look, normally, Steve, we would run, and certainly before uh, the COVID times, we would run all of our grand finals for our seniors in the AFL Hunter Central Coast at number one sports ground in Newcastle. However, given the upgrades there, that ground hasn't been in use for two years, and we weren't quite sure as a league if we were able to get an absolute guarantee to play all those games there. So we've brought the grand finals back to the Central Coast, and we've all the wet weather that we've had this season, to know that we've got Adelaide Street Oval at Kalani Vale and Bado Bay on Passage Road at Bado Bay that will remain open is just such a fantastic occasion to bring our grand finals, our key event to the Central Coast. So we've got three games at Adelaide Street, Steve. So kicking off with our women's plate, which is our women's reserve grade competition. And that game will be between Cardiff and Lake Macquarie. Should be an absolute blockbuster with Cardiff, the first team through to the grand final, our minor premiers. We then back that up with our women's cup. So our women's first grade competition. And we've got Kalani Vale, Steve, who have come from fourth position to knock off third, to knock off second and to make a home grand final. The girls have got all the momentum and they'll be taking on the might and power of Newcastle City who have gone through season 22 undefeated. And our main game, our men's cup, our men's first grade, first bounce will be at 2.20. An all-Central Coast grand final, as you said, for the first time since 2014 where we have the Terrigal Evoca Panthers taking on minor premiers the Kalani Vale Bombers. So there's Adelaide Street. First bounce, Steve, will be uh, just after nine o'clock. And then just down the road at Bado Bay, Passage Road in Bado Bay, we have two games. We've got our men's shield competition, which is our third grade men's between Warners Bay and Musselbrook, followed up by our men's plate competition, our second grade men's, which will be Nelson Bay, featuring ex-Sydney Swans premiership player Craig Bird, directing the troops around for the Nelson Bay Marlins, and they will be taking on Newcastle City. So a jam-packed day. Those of you who want to go on the Central Coast, games will be, as I said, at Adelaide Street Oval at Clarny Vale from just after nine, and at Bado Bay, first game there, is at 11.50. Kids get in, kids under 16s get in free. Um, 10 bucks for adults to see some of the best footy that you will see going around in the region. Yeah, how good. And uh, Kalani Val Bombers, they've had maybe their first win, apart from winning the minor premiership. They went 1-2 in the Elliott Davy medal, which is the best and fairest vote count. That was held on Wednesday night. That was right, Stephen Butes. That was held Wednesday night at the beautiful setting at Belmont 16 footers. And the big rooster, Tim Oosterhoff, who <laughs> has become the first 100-goal kicker 
100 goal goal kicker, sorry, in the AFL Hunter Central Coast Black Diamond Men's Cup competition since the great Morris Goolagong. And Morris <laughs> was there on Wednesday night to present Tim with, uh, with his goal kicking trophy, but also how great is it, a full forward kicking 100 goals to be able to win the league's best and fairest? And that goes back to the days of, you know, Tony Lockett, Steve, who won the Brownlow medal in 1987. And since then in the elite game, it's been the midfielders medal. So Tim Oosterhoff, congratulations. He picked up the Elliott David medal for the second time after winning it in 2018. And he pipped teammate Josh Mifsud by a point, and basically Tim in his speech said, look, I want to thank Josh for all his great delivery from the <laughs> midfield into me at full forward to help me kick all my goals. So a wonderful one-two combo for Kalani Vale. Could that be a thing, uh, you know, I guess uh, a sign of things to come today? Yeah, and the delivery when he kicked his 100th came from Joshy, who's been an outstanding player at the Bombers, and it was kicked off the deck for his 100th, and then... Fans stormed the field like Buddy Franklin when he kicked his 1,000th. So, yeah, really exciting stuff to see someone kick a ton again in the Hunter Central Coast comp. Yeah, and, and look, Tim described that goal as, yeah, a little bit scrappy. Maybe not the way, Steve, he'd like to have <laughs> kicked his 100th goal, but, hey, you'll take it anyway. And it was great footage to see all the crowd storm onto the ground. We might have to be really careful with security at Adelaide Street Oval <laughs> this weekend if he puts some more goals on and Kalani Bar look like they're storming towards victory. But it was great to see the kids out there, and that's what it's about because those young boys and girls may aspire to be a Tim Oosterhof one day and, and play first-grade football for the Clarny Vale Bombers. So great that they were able to go out and meet one of their heroes and a wonderful occasion. Not not very often, Steve, that we get 100 goals kicked in a season at any level of AFL. So for Tim to be able to do it um, is a wonderful, wonderful achievement. Yeah, he's been a revelation. I, I think he played second grade in WA, so you, we know how good that football league is. And when he left, he was a tall, lanky ruckman. Now he's a real unit at full forward, and I'm glad to see him win for the second time. Uh, There was some money on Rick White, who also had a fantastic season, Uh, you know, sensational player. How did he poll? Yeah, look, he was uh, not in the top three for Kalhani Vale, so I think it was pretty hard to get votes there. Rick, of course, um, a stalwart of the Kalhani Vale Bombers and had so much experience and class to their lineup still voted quite well but not in the top six in the competition where yeah there was a few Kalani Bell names that got read out and, and Tim and Josh being right up the top so I know that um that Tim said this on Wednesday night I know Rick would say this as well as great as it is to win those individual accolades these players are going for one thing and that's a premiership medallion around their necks uh, at about 4 30 p.m Buttes and Steve on uh this afternoon and it would be Kalani Vale's first Black, Black Diamond Cup men's premiership since 2007. Yeah, you know, Simon, they've got a real chance to create their own history because not many players left over from 2007, maybe one or two maximum. I think, I think Rick White was in that team, but 15 years later, this is a brand new group and they're a young group, but they've got some, some old heads. They're a really nice mixture. Uh, how do you see the grand final going? I mean, Terrigal have beaten them this year and Terrigal grand final specialists. So, you know, it should be a cracking game at the Adelaide Street Oval. I agree, Steve. I think you've summed that up uh, really well. Where Kalani Vale, their men's team for the last probably four or five years, 
have been building and we've always touted them as a young team, an up-and-coming team, but a team that has great potential. And this season, Coach Corey Shackleton has got them playing to their potential where, as you said, they've got that experience with a Rick White, you know, with uh, someone like uh, Brendan Lewis who's been there and, 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 you know, played in those big games before. He was captain in the 2014 uh, grand final team against Terrigal as well. So they've got that experience, but they've got that youth coming through. And, and looking at the majority of their grand final team that that we'd expect them to read out um, before the game or line up before the game, a lot of those guys, Steve, I've, I remember watching players, 11, 12, 13-year-olds, <laughs> and now they're all playing. And that's wonderful for the future of football here on the Hunter Central Coast. They've recruited well too, bringing Nathan Smith, who was a Gosford junior, went down as a talented player to Sydney, has played at North Shore at a high level. He's come back and added some real class in their back line. So as you said, they've got a really nice mix, but you can never ride off the Terrigal Evoca Panthers, led by the wonderful Chris Bishop in September. And, you know, they are the only team to knock off Kalani Vale this season. Kalani Vale have only lost one game, and that was in the home and away season. The Bombers won comfortably two weeks ago in the major semi-final to qualify for the grand final. But when you've got guys like Chris Bishop and Jason Van Dam, etc., who have been there and done it on the big stage on so many occasions, and then these young kids coming through, the Ethan Williams, uh, you know, the, the Jake Hansons, etc., um, they've got that nice mix of kids coming through as well. So never ride off Terrigal. It is going to be an absolute belter, all Central Coast Grand Final. There will be thousands of people, probably 10 people deep all around Adelaide Street Oval on uh, in, in a couple of hours, Steve. I can't wait to watch this game. Yeah, and it times out beautifully, Simon, because once you get through the celebrations and the presentation, the blockbuster will be on at the Adelaide Street Oval upstairs at the home of the Kalani Val Bombers. Sydney up against Collingwood in the prelim. We're off to a break. This is Saturdays on the Coast on SEN. Saturdays on the Coast on SEN. Simon Smythe is our special guest uh, from Hunter Central Coast AFL and also AFL New South Wales. We do this all thanks to Robson Civil Projects and also McDonald Jones Homes. Simon, just before we talk about the prelim, what a game it's going to be. The winner through to the grand final, Sydney up against Collingwood. Let's just talk about the women's grand final on the Central Coast today. And I dare say the Bombers women have got some unfinished business. They play their nemesis... Newcastle City. Do you give them a chance later on today? You are absolutely spot on, Steve. They've lost to Newcastle City, uh, you know, in the last few years in a prelim and in a grand final, close games on that occasion. And look, they're building momentum. And once again, they've got these young players, you know, Bethany Wood and Sky Bailey, who have been dominating through the latter part of the season and in the final series. They've got that momentum. They're beaten fourth. They've be- sorry, they've come from fourth, they've beaten third, they've beaten second. Newcastle City undefeated. Um, they have been the standout team. So for Clarnival to get another win here for our, our boys and girls on the Central Coast, they need to be at their absolute best. They need to pressure, they need to harass, they need to make the most of their opportunities. Newcastle City will not let them inside 50 very often. So when they do get in there, they need to get the ball through the big stick. So everything needs to go right for Kalanival. Here's hoping from a Central Coast point of view that they can bring home the chocolates, but Newcastle City go in the hottest of hot favourites. All right, let's preview the big one and uh, can't wait for this. It sold out days ago. Sydney 11-11-78, defeating Collingwood 7-8-50. That was in round 22. But, I mean, what about their win a couple of weeks ago, week one of the final series? They knocked off the reigning Premier and now they're just in the box seat to make another grand final. 
Oh, Steve. And that game you mentioned, round 22, against Collingwood at the SCG, which was a sellout as well. I was there, and if the atmosphere wasn't electric that <laughs> afternoon, wait till 4.45 <laughs> this evening, Stephen Butes, because the SCG and surrounding suburbs are going to be pumping. And, you know, Collingwood, they always bring a crowd. The Swans always bring a crowd. So tickets for this game, I think they got sold out about 11 a.m. on Monday after going on sale at about 10 in the morning. So huge game. The Swans rested. Buddy Franklin, um, you know, there was talk about him obviously being, you know, very quiet, held held to, you know, not a lot of touches against Stephen May a couple of weeks ago at the MCG. But they've got other avenues now. Sam Reed. 2012 Premiership player. He's really stood up in the second half of the season. They've got Logan McDonald, a young, tall player down there that just takes the heat off, buddy. You've got Tom Papley, one of the most exciting players in the competition. And then you've just got a midfield who just keeps on keeping on, led by Luke Parker, led by uh, Chad Warner, led by Will Haywood and Ollie Florent, uh, etc. So, look, the Swans are in the box seat, Steve, with a you know 45,000 people cheering them on at the SCG. They're one win away from the big dance and travelling down for what will be their first grand final since 2016. And Buddy, in his nine years at, at the Swans, hasn't won a flag. They've made two grand finals with Buddy, but they haven't got that elusive flag with him in the team. So he's hoping from all the Swan supporters that they've got two more wins left in them. But Collingwood, what can you say? They've just... You know, they've blown every record out of the book this year, Butes and Steve, because they've won so many games out of their 11 on the trot. Sort of 10 of them were by under seven or eight points. It's remarkable. They are always in the game. And even at the three-quarter time siren, if they're behind by four or five goals, Craig McRae, their coach, will have them believing and the players truly believing that they can win that game. Yeah. So. Can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait. Bring it on. Yeah, well, I thought their game against Geelong where they went down narrowly, that, that's one of the best finals I've ever seen. And if you look at the highlights, some of the best goals that have ever been kicked and somehow they, they're on the wrong side of the scoreboard in that game. They defeat Fremantle by 20. Uh, you know, it's just shaping as an absolutely massive, massive game. I can't wait for it. I'll be next door, actually. I'll be at the South versus Cronulla second week of the National Rugby League finals, but the hottest ticket in town, Swans versus Collingwood. It sure is. And, yeah, as you mentioned, that Collingwood-Geelong game, Steve, the AFL final series, the games have been elite so far. They have been absolutely elite. So for those of you who are listening to the program and may not be a fan of AFL, tune in tonight because this game is going to be fantastic. The skills on show, the courage – it's often said that preliminary finals are the best weekend of football because there's everything to play for. The quality of footy is just so, so good. To make a grand final is just what all these teams are wanting to do. So I will be absolutely stuck, glued to my chair, waiting, cheering on the Swans, hoping they get up. And, uh, yeah, that hottest ticket in town. I've uh, made a lot of friends <laughs> over the course of the last week or so, Steve. So, um, yeah, very popular come this time of year looking for tickets. But they were long gone, long gone, I reckon, 10.30, 11am Monday morning. Yeah, just one more quick question. I think it will all come down to pressure and tackle count. Like, last time they met, Sydney won that. Uh, 72 to 53. Then when Sydney played Melbourne, their stats were off the charts. So if they can replicate that, I think they'll march into the grand final. I hope so, Steve. And you think of some of those moments, and I can think of 
Dane Rampey, where, you know, a Collingwood player very late in the game, in that game sort of three or four weeks ago, was running into an open goal. Sydney had already won the game. Uh, there was only a couple of minutes left, and Rampey to chase, tackle, win the ball back in the goal square. That shows the desperation, the hunger from the Swans players. They haven't won a flag in 10 years. So the 10-year premiership reunion was marched around the SCG a couple of months ago. These players could be making their own history. So on with you. Their, their pressure is elite. They win the ball. They use the ball. They've got stars all over the ground. Buddy Franklin, you know he was quiet two weeks ago. He has got either this week or next week a bag of goals in him. Could he channel Could he channel Steve Tim Oosterhoff <laughs> from up here on the Central Coast? Could he kick a big bag? Let's hope so for all those Swanee supporters listening this morning. Yeah, and credit to John Longmire. I mean, what a super coach. He's already won a premiership. Let's not forget, I mean, he played with your team. Superstar player back in the day as well. You're, you're a North Melbourne man, aren't you? Oh, I am North Melbourne through and through. And John Longmire was, you know, growing up in the 90s, um, he, he was, um, you know, I guess on the scene just before Wayne Carey and, and was a North Melbourne player to win the Coleman medal. He then suffered really bad knee injuries, missed out on the 96 uh, premiership uh, with North Melbourne and then was able to get back and play in the 99 premiership, which was his 200th and final game in the AFL to finally win that elusive flag that uh, he missed out on through injury in 1996. So he's been at the Swans a long time, obviously was uh, director of coaching prior when Paul Ruse was coach, has been the coach since 2011, won a flag in 2012. And you look at the Swans, Steve, I think, you know, in the last 20 years, they've missed the finals once. Like this is one of the most elite sporting clubs in the country in whatever sport or code that you follow. He's a wonderful coach and I actually feel as though in the last couple of years he's transformed the way that he coaches. He used to be quite defensive, contested footy. Now he's got a group of players who have got leg speed, who have got flair, who have got attacking attributes and he's using their strength. So really love the way John Longmire has transformed himself as a coach. Um, He's coaching as well as ever. Um, As long as he's got eight more quarters and two more wins left in him, Um, he will be a very, very happy man. Hey, just finally, have you got a highlight from the Hunters Central Coast competition this year? Yeah, look, I think the main one, Steve, you know, you'll say, look, after two COVID-affected years where last season we couldn't play finals, that just to get through a full season is the highlight. So everyone will acknowledge that. What I'd like to acknowledge is that in our grand finals today, we have five games, so 10 teams playing. Those 10 teams are from eight different clubs across the Hunter and the Central Coast. So I feel that that reflects the great work done by the clubs, the coaches, the volunteers, the players, and the depth of football talent that we have across the whole Hunter and Central Coast region. So that is my absolute highlight. We've got, you know, from Nelson Bay to Musselbrook to Terrigal Avoca lining up today. That's what excites me. Simon Smythe on Saturdays on the Coast on SEN. He is absolutely brilliant, Buttes. And look how long we've spoken to him for. So generous on Grand Final Day. And as he said, there's games right across the coast at both Bado Bay Oval and also the Adelaide Street Oval, where the main game will be played this afternoon between Kalani Vale and Terrigal Avoca with the first bounce at 2.20. The show all thanks to Robson Civil Projects and McDonald Jones Homes. Saturdays on the Coast on SEN.